Once again, the season has changed, the weather has gotten colder, and Halloween is just around the corner. To celebrate, today we'll be reading a poem from one of history's most mysterious and terrifying writers, Edgar Allan Poe. Before we begin, let's learn a bit about Edgar Allan Poe. Poe was born in 1809 in Boston, Massachusetts. The misery and tragedy that were major themes in Poe's writing were reflected in his real life. In 1810, his father left the family, and the next year, his mother died of tuberculosis. Poe was then looked after by the Allen family, and had a difficult relationship with his adoptive father, John Allen. Without having financial support, he was forced to leave the University of Virginia and join the military until he was able to start his writing career. In 1836, Poe married his 13-year-old cousin, Virginia Clem. Tragedy visited him once again as young Virginia died in 1836 of the same disease that killed Poe's mother, tuberculosis. After his wife's death, Poe became increasingly unstable. He died at the age of 40. The cause of his death was unclear. Some believe it was alcoholism, others disease, while some even thought murder. The themes of death and pain that Poe is famous for can be seen in one of his most well-known poems, The Raven. Today I'll be reading the first five stanzas from this poem. Stanzas are groups of lines within a poem, like a paragraph in an essay. After each stanza, I will stop to explain useful vocabulary and summarize the section. Let's begin. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered, weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor,' I muttered, tapping at my chamber door, only this, and nothing more." Alright, so here we can see the phrase dreary midnight. Dreary means sad, so a sad midnight. We also have the phrase pondered weak and weary. Pondered means to think, and weary means tired. So he was thinking as he was in a tired or exhausted state. In this first stanza, on a dark night, a man is awoken from his sleep by the sound of someone knocking on his door. Now, let's continue with our poem. Ah, distinctly I remember, it was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow from my books surcease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore. Nameless here forevermore. Okay, so here we have the phrase bleak December. Bleak is an adjective that means cold or miserable. And we also have the phrase a radiant maiden. Radiant means beautiful, and a maiden is a young woman. Here we learn that it was a cold December when the man was reading to take his mind off his sadness after his lover, Lenore, had died. Let's continue. 
and the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before, so that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. Yes, some, some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. Yes, th this, this is it, and nothing more." All right, so here we have the phrase, the rustling of the curtain. So rustling is the sound that fabric or cloth makes when it's moving. We also have the phrase uh, entreating entrance. The verb to entreat means to ask. So they were asking to enter the house. So in this stanza, the sound of the curtains moving in his house causes the man to become scared. And he starts to tell himself that it is simply a visitor knocking on his door. So let's see what happens next. Presently, my soul grew stronger. Hesitating then, no longer. Sir, said I, or uh, madam, uh, truly, truly, your forgiveness, I implore. But the fact is, I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I, 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 I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door, darkness there, and nothing more. Alright, so now we have the phrase, your forgiveness, I implore. So to implore means to ask for something. So he's basically asking for forgiveness from the person knocking at the door, or at least we think it's a person. Uh, secondly, we have uh, that I scarce was sure. The word scarce means barely. So he says, uh, I was barely sure I heard you. So in this part, uh, the man has finally come to answer the door. He opens it and no one is there, only darkness. Let's see what happens now. Deep into that darkness, peering, long I stood there wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken and the stillness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore? This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore. Merely this, and nothing more. Alright, so here we are at the last stanza. So we have the phrase, into the darkness peering. So to peer, means to look. So who's looking into the darkness? We also have the word mortal. So a mortal is another word for a human, uh, someone who can die, someone who is not a god, someone who doesn't live forever. We also have the stillness gave no token. So a token means a sign. So there is no sign of life in the darkness. And lastly, we have merely this and nothing more. So merely means only or just. So just this or only this and nothing else. In this last stanza, the man looks out of his door and he sees nothing but darkness. He whispers the name of his dead lover, Lenore, but only the echo of his own voice answers back. Who do you think was outside the door? Perhaps the ghost of Lenore? 
or something even more frightening? Well, I'll leave it to you to finish the rest. You can find the rest of the poem online and discover who exactly was knocking on the door. Until next time, happy Halloween. Thanks for listening to the English with Brian podcast. Have a question? Interested in having a lesson with me? Find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash English with Brian. If you would like to be a part of a future episode, record your question at anchor.fm slash English with Brian. See you next time.